Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to our Real Housewives of Orange County episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. This is the time of the week that we dive headfirst into Real Housewives of Orange County. Kate and I's podcast, Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. And in that podcast, as you know, we break down a show from the TLC Network and Discovery Plus Network, past or present. And um, there's a lot of shit to cover. So that's what we do on a Wednesday. But this episode is all about Bravo, fucking Bravo. Apologies for swearing out of the gate. Hi, Kate. Hi. How are you? I, um, I'm well, except I think I've realized something that has come a little bit too late. How are you? I'm good I'm okay. I'm pretty good yeah good good <laughs> we just had a very exciting conversation which we're not going to talk about but we had a very exciting conversation just before we started um recording guys so there's some good there's lots of news coming soon let's say that and it's all good and neither of us are pregnant or engaged let's just put that <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> okay let's just we'll say that neither of that um Kate so I text you or no, actually, I didn't text you. What I did is I just tagged, I think, random people on on an Instagram post today because I was, you know, doing my due diligence going through Instagram and it had a clip from um, OC and I realized I'd already watched it for the pod and I I hadn't seen this scene. I hadn't watched this scene. And I'm like, What? Why was this not in the episode? I watch every episode of OC the day after it's released. So on a Thursday morning um, on the Peacock app. And the Peacock says, you know, never before scenes in it, whatever. Hey, 
we I went to the Bravo app and it's like a completely different episode. It had like three other scenes in it that aren't even in the Peacock uh, show. This actually looks more exciting than what we saw. Did you so I, that's why I'm coming on here to ask you, are you watching it on the Bravo app or the Peacock app? Peacock. Same as Kate, we've been missing shit out of these shows. Because I went over, watched the entire episode on Bravo, and there were two major scenes that weren't in the show. And here I am thinking we're watching the Peacock one and probably talking about things that the Bravo app people haven't seen. Exactly, Guys, I don't know if you out there knew this, but if all of you are watching it on the Peacock app, please know that on the Bravo app, it's a completely different show. There was this huge scene with Tamara winning an award that we didn't see. Then there was um, another scene of more of Taylor being wasted drunk at the party we didn't see. So I can't believe it, Kate. We'd probably be missing out. I don't know if you guys have been listening to us and going, that's so strange. They didn't talk about that scene in that episode. So I just didn't know if you knew that or not. No, I had no idea. I thought we were seeing the director's cut, you know, extended edition on Peacock app. What the heck? That is so annoying. So um, I, you know, had to watch it twice in quick succession, which I'm <laughs> complaining about. But, oh, I'm, I'm glad you can film it on this Taylor scene more then because mm. I love Taylor and that looks really quite yeah, funny. It was, I was just so frustrated by it. But um, yeah. so we'll talk about that. The other thing is in the Bravo world, um, Sandoval has a podcast out. Now... <sighs> his promos for it there's been a pretty penny being put in these promos by the way whoever's behind him in this podcast and of course he's shirtless in the majority of them all um and i think the first episode was released today because of course ariana's on dancing with the stars and um so there's one by the way it opens with him eating a sandwich in one of the promos oh wow i know um anyway he um yeah he spoke about apparently of course i'm not listening to it but i saw a a clip on instagram about how he was contemplating um suicide after everything happened and he was just talking about you know the fallout of the affair and and how you know how it affected him and him and him and him and him and him and him but it is all about it's Tom's podcast, so I guess that's what it is. But that was we we do not need any more Bravo stars doing podcasts, Kate. Please, oh. please, I can't his, handle it anymore. His his approach to this whole thing has been really interesting. Like, I'm curious how many. Do you think he he must have gone up in a in followers a bunch like i see he has yeah. almost a million followers now yeah. yeah he doesn't seem worried about overexposure in the media at all he's pushing yeah. as hard as he can yeah and that's i don't know why i would expect this of sandoval but i really thought he would keep his head down for about six months or so well all it does is show the ego that was on dis on display on display on display um <laughs> Every time I say on display, I genuinely sing Melissa Gorga's number one smash hit on display. Real Housewives of New Jersey. It's it's Um, good as gold. You have to. 
It is. No, but he just showed his ego. I mean, someone that cheats like that and does all of that, they do have an inflated sense of self. And I mean, remember, he was out touring with that shitty cover band the second he got. He's like the notoriety. Um, Yeah. I think it was, I think, honestly, Rachel was the one that surprised me out of all of them. She never came back to the show and she's probably just going to live a very, very low-key life the rest of her life now. Yeah, I really don't see her being known five years from now at all. No, <laughs> People are going to forget about her. To quote Beverly Hills and quoting all these housewives, I don't think we'll ever hear from um, <laughs> from Rachel Levis again. Yeah, I don't. No, I no. just don't think we will. I don't think we will. She's the one that surprised all of us. I, I really can't see any more of Ariana. Sorry, unpopular opinion. I can't. I can't see any more of her. I don't want to see any more of Tom and I don't want to see any more of Ariana. Before we know it, that new season's going to be on. They're going to be shoving that down our throats as well. Nee Vanderpump. Oh, gosh. Here we go. One at a time. Yeah. Anyway, um, Kate, we should get on to OC. Before we do OC, um, guys, as you know, I believe it was last week. Yeah, I recorded um, solo Real and I spoke about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And as I said, I've watched it four times since it came out. And I said it was one of the best Housewife episodes. And I thought I was just thinking that. And then I went online and everyone, all the important people, aka Instagram accounts about Bravo, was saying the exact same thing that it was one of the best Housewife episodes. Um and so I said, Kate, you gotta watch it, Kate, you gotta watch it, and Kate, you watched it. I did. I did. It was late at night after we had been recording. And so I've I've only had the one viewing. And now I'm thinking I need to go on the Bravo app and check it out or something because true, maybe true. there's something, some other little nugget in there that they oh. didn't put in Peacock. Could but- we do any more? The $60,000 ring, the husband, the rooms. I mean, there was the espresso martinis, throwing up, pornography. It was everything. Every second was packed with an insane moment. I was going to say, I don't even know what to say. There's so much about it. It was, it was really, really entertaining. It was. And um, they're just, I think they're really in the sweet spot now with like the casting and the ladies are just losing it. You know, they're fully, fully into their housewife mindset and it's, it's amazing. I mean, baby gorgeous with that $60,000 ring. The $60,000, I wish I could do, I really, really, really want to do, I need to study a Lisa Barlow accent. I really want to do a good Lisa Barlow, um, where she uses like her lower jaw all the time. I, I need to study. But anyway, I um, her $60,000 ring going on about that, concert, I need to call John Barlow, like constantly talking about it. Mary just being so and combative and just any hey mary why don't you come and sit sit over here with us don't talk to me like that don't talk to me like that and they're just like all right what i said in the pod last week is just that everyone has just gone all right this is mary far you know what we can't even be asked anymore she is abhorrent to everyone and nasty and has no social skills and doesn't want to be here fine this week's episode with her just going to mcdonald's she doesn't she does nothing it's so bizarre that the producers aren't forcing her to do more but maybe they just think it's funny to film her by herself 
I mean, she's, I mean, the last episode was just, I mean, it, it, <laughs> little girl. Um, I always have that playing in my head, but she, when she started that whole conversation in that sprinter van, you have Heather just trying to keep the vomit from exploding out of her mouth. Then while Whitney is going at Mary, who is saying, you accused us of pornography. What? I never said you were in porn. What do you mean about porn? I just, what was it? And Heather just lifts her head and goes, predator. <laughs> <laughs> that really made me laugh. That in that drunken, puking haze of hers, she knew the word and used it, all her strength to lift her head. Brilliant. And I'll tell you, when she was um, sat there with Whitney and she's like, close the door, close the door. And I was talking about this in the potty. I was like, she just goes, I'm scared. And I was like, oh, you know that feeling, right? You know you have to puke. You don't want to puke. It's the worst thing you can ever think of doing at that point in your life. But you know you have to do it. You know it's coming. And then that scene of her just vomiting and unclear pissing, question mark, at the same time, it really was something for the ages. It was outside. Right in front of everybody, man. And you know she's <laughs> talking about America, like everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the world. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how much they break the fourth wall when they're drunk, because I would totally do that. You know, you're being filmed and you'd be like, hi, bud, to the camera or whatever, and be like, hey, mom. Or so you'd like start speaking into the camera. I'm sure you would when you're like wasted. I I hope that when Housewives is winding down ever, if it ever, ever. does. What do you, what do you dare you how i mean dare you okay okay i'll read i will i will take that back but i just want a blooper reel basically is what i'm saying oh i would love a blooper reel wonderful of all of just seeing the producers so we can talk a little bit about this episode but kate i feel as though i have breaking news none of it is substantiated and none of it is um proven or unproven yet i believe it will be proven to be fact Okay. Guys, listen up. So, this is about Royal Housewives Salt Lake City. In this week's episode, Kate, there's a lot to talk about that the dra- they have Trixie and they and Meredith comes out in a blazer. I was losing my I can't Kate. She is awful. The rooms. <laughs> want me to go at the husband? I just can't <laughs> with her. I can't stop. Anyway. She's awful. She came out miserable as sin. And then Mary comes out. She didn't do anything. It's like they're such, oh, God. And Lisa Baby Gorgeous, love Baby Gorgeous. So I want to say that I love Lisa Barlow. She's a monster and I love her. But I'm, come on, her freak out about the glam. Anyway, sorry, we'll get to that. But I just want to do this before I forget this line of thought, which I do often. So, Kate, in this episode, you see um, a point where um let me get this right all right um sorry guys i need to think to be correct here so monica they're in that bar at the end okay and they're all kind of fighting and you know monica's coming up to um to going in between you know whitney's fighting with meredith marks and then monica is fighting with a couple of the other ones. I think it was I'm trying to think specifically who she was fighting with. Well, Lisa about her being flaunting her wealth. Yes, for sure. Correct. And then you have Angie versus Meredith. Whitney versus Meredith. 
and Heather was like circling around Monica at some point, because I'll tell you, this is, they were at the bar and, and there is a conversation and I believe it's baby gorgeous Lisa Barlow. And she says to Monica, please, you, hello, you, oh, she goes, get your hand out my face. Like Jen, you're like Jen. Monica says that. Then Lisa Barlow says, hello, you worked for Jen. You were Jen's assistant. You were, she goes, yeah, and, and then, you know, she has a cutaway of being like, there's nothing wrong with being an assistant. And then there's a cutaway of them being like, she was, and Lisa Barlow saying, you weren't even paid for that. And then there's this whole conversation about, you know, being around Jen and being assistants and Monica saying, all of you were Jen's assistants. Come on, like, it's real, whatever. I am now more convinced than ever and I'm really annoyed if this is going to be true, that the first initial teaser that we got into this season is down the line, Heather on the phone saying, oh my God, she tricked us all. I can't believe it was her. I believe they are completely referencing Monica being an informant and that at the point we're watching, none of them know because I can tell you right now it would have come out during that conversation that's what cemented my feelings Lisa Barlow is saying you were Jen's assistant you were Jen's she would have said you put Jen in jail you went to court and put Jen in jail yeah you know about Jen I believe that would have come up and it absolutely didn't because I don't think any of them know and I think that's going to be the big reveal Okay, I was thinking while you're saying this that cuz remember in the the premiere, yes. It's uh Monica is sitting with two of the other women at a cafe yes. and Jen and Lee and Baby Gorgeous. And she's telling them about herself and then I think it's yep. during that scene it's intercut with her interview where she's yes. spilling all of that like yeah, exactly. that's how I know Jen. And in my head, I was conflating those two things. And I thought that in that scene, she had just told them too. I think that that is going to be the big reveal. It's going to be like the black eye all over again. It's going to tease us and tease us into something. But I think it's just that Heather's going to get a phone call and go, you realize that Monica helped put Jen in prison. And then I think it's going to blow up because they're all going to go, that's the worst thing you could have done to her. I think so, because why was it not brought up during that argument? But what about during the trust the trust exercise in the park mm-hmm. when um, Heather is saying in her confessional, like, this guy doesn't know like how bad we are because we we just sent our friend to prison. That could be, we don't know. These confessionals are always filmed at the end of the season. FYI. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It so, could be that. I, I, so I think there could I, be, yeah. I can and see I'm it. Telling you, if that's it, because why would nobody have brought this up by now, fighting with Monica? Baby Gorgeous would have said, she wouldn't have just said, you were her assistant. She would, she, she would have said, you put her in jail. That's the worst thing. You went against a friend. You know, they would have used that yeah. to degrade her character. You They'd have, say, you you have points. Yeah. yeah. My theory, it's my theory. Um, So do you have any comments on this episode of Salt Lake? I do. I loved this. I'm loving that they are filming at Trixie Motel because if listeners don't know, I'm a huge fan of drag performers in general. I go to local drag shows a lot and I love Drag Race. I watch it a lot. It's my comfort Mm -hmm. show. 
And I love Trixie. And so this is really merging two of my big interests to see her on the show. She is really funny. Um, Mm -hmm. and she's got a great YouTube channel. She, I, I own her makeup. Like I love Trixie. So, Mm -hmm. um, this was a delight to see. And, and I watched, we both watched Trixie Motel, right? So of course I, I mean, she, she really is. She's got such a great wit. Her YouTube channel is like hands down one of the best, um, that there is out there. She's so funny. Um, and it's it's just it is a weird crossover though when you know the kind and, and Whitney's it's like Meredith Marks book supposedly booked the holiday but Whitney's friends with her it's like mm, okay um yeah. but they're there and Trixie is just kind of like oh god I mean she's like there she's obviously pl- it's to plug her makeup and to plug yeah. the hotel obviously um but it is just odd because when we did the show and we covered Trixie Motel um you know, we saw that there's only like seven rooms. So it's only all of them there in this motel in the middle of the desert. And it's really, it's really quite eerie because they're just all fighting and they're all in the middle. And then suddenly there's just food everywhere in the middle of like this motel lobby. It's really weird. It's really weird. I I thought it was perfect for making them all just go crazy they're just stuck in this like bright pink motel together it was I know yeah it was strange and I feel like Whitney is the only one who realizes how big of a deal Trixie is you know like she is I don't think Mary has Mary doesn't have a single clue who this is no she's like oh this is some random Palm Springs drag queen when in reality it's the most popular well-known drag queen other than RuPaul basically yeah Uh, yeah yeah. um it's I I mean you I love the shade of the guy that was working at reception oh that's so sad you have to make your own (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt I I think everyone there is so happy to be on this because I know like I know Trixie likes housewives I'm sure a lot of the people there like housewives you could tell they were all just like tickled pink sorry about being there it is literally one of her catchphrases on her YouTube. I don't think we'll ever see Denise Richards again. I mean, that's, you know, that's, she says it constantly. She knows exactly yeah. what's going on with the house. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, we see Mary just being bloody miserable the entire time. It just. Did she just want the check? She's back as a friend of because she just wanted a check. Why is she even there? What does she want? I mean, she's not interested. She's so vile and nasty. It's hard. I, I have such a hard time with her because it's like, I want to laugh at her. But then she's like one of these housewives we've encountered by a lot. Something like who was much nicer, but Teresa Giudice, right? You could never, no cast member could ever have, have a conversation with her because she would not ever back down ever 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 and never admit fault ever 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 so it's a really hard housewife to watch but Teresa had a lot more going on that was very interesting so you could get past it but it was always you sometimes get these housewives and they don't last long with that attitude because it's just they they can't be part of anything you'll say that's black and they'll go no it isn't it's purple and you're like well then they'll just swear that it's purple the whole night and it's like that this isn't a conversation we're not getting through anything and that's what Mary's like and once again Please can we not forget that she's said racist things to her co-star in the last season she was in. She is vile to everybody she speaks to. She has no social skills. Yet did I laugh when she went to ask to go to McDonald's? Absolutely. So I have a really hard time with her. 
And I Me did too. Watch she absolutely hates everyone there except for yeah. it's. She seemed pretty chummy with the producers. <laughs> well, because they were bringing her filet fish. That's why. And oat milk lattes. Oat milk latte. But it was so odd that she wouldn't even get out of the van. And Meredith is really the only one who I think she tolerates. She's and tolerate, she's like, yeah. and she's like, Meredith, we'll, we'll go into the restaurant and or like go in there and then tell me if it's okay and I'll come in. And I was like, why? Is she is she afraid or she just feels she's above it, but then she goes to McDonald's. It's very confusing. Um, but yeah, she says this random stuff and then I laugh and I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they're they're all like reeling from the crazy night before. Yeah. Um, and we have this trust activity they do, and they're kind of all getting along and then they're all Uh confronting Mary in the van on the way back. Like, why won't you do anything with us? I know. She's like, it's boring. Move on. Mm. Missy. Missy. (laughs) Missy. She hates Whitney with a passion and to Whitney's credit. And I didn't, you know, I have a really hard time with Whitney, but um, at least I do appreciate that Whitney really will um antagonize mary i do appreciate that she'll keep going at her she's the tammy of salt lake city like she's keeping it moving with the confrontations and with you know she's got it going so um and then what else do we have oh so then it's back at the hotel and what did you think of her kind of taking over the evening when meredith was like well i don't know we don't really have anything planned oh meredith is she has an opinion that she's chic and like Jen pointed out last week, I always call her Jen, Angie. I always call her Jen. And Angie said, you know, your your jewelry that is like cobs, cobwebs all over it. I mean, she is, I don't think she's chic. I If I see a blazer on a blazer on a blazer on a blazer, one more time. Her look is boring. Her hair is boring. It's just, there's nothing about her. So, Yeah. Absolutely. Go ahead. Um, and I like that she just decided to completely take it over. And she had a good point. She's like, we are here with one of the most famous drag performers in the world. Yeah. And we have the opportunity to get in drag with her. And you just want to what? Sit around and oh, eat caviar. Yeah. So um she proposes this and then of course we have the meltdown from lisa talking to the producers i mean i put it on our on our instagram i get glam in monte carlo i get glam in saint tropez i get glam anywhere i go i spend sixty thousand dollars a year on glam sixty thousand dollars a year on glam also her ring just went missing that was sixty thousand dollars something going on there but anyway sixty thousand dollars uh on glam and she says i need her hair and she starts crying she goes it's so important about my looks now listen i'm gonna say something here that is is surprise nothing to do with look 
honestly, it really is an, it's an observation I've had. I think Lisa Barlow is an extremely attractive woman. I just do. I think she's got the dark, the hair's getting a bit too dark and she's a bit too orange. But overall, I think she's when she smiles, I think she's got a great look. Her body's banging. Love her body. Love her. Like, I just, I, I'm obsessed with Baby Gorgeous. And she's very, very vain. Okay, as we've seen, and she's talking about, you know, no one can touch my face. I'm not even going to do drag makeup because I need to control how I look. Very odd. However, she is, to her credit, fantastic. She doesn't look like she has any Botox. And I'm so confused by it. It's a real oxymoron of someone that would spend $60,000 on glam. But, you know, she smiles and she has normal wrinkles and lines like everybody would at her age. But and she doesn't get Botox. I just, I just, it's some, an observation that always gets me. I'm like, it's so weird. I would think you would be getting that constantly. Just an observation. It's where she draws the line, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Or maybe she just wants to stick it to Heather and not go to her spot or her uh, whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, she's telling us that she paid her what was the makeup artist's name oh, she, she kept, kept saying uh, jordan was morgan, jordan morgan morgan that's it i need morgan i need morgan i paid her 2500 dollars. she loves dropping amounts of money loves it and i, I love her- hearing it by the way <laughs> i love the financials it. the financials yeah i paid morgan 2500 dollars just to be here and her flights and everything she's doing my makeup and it's like okay girl she's just it, she says it herself. It's she's like, this is the one thing I can control is how I look. And yeah, there's insecurity there, I think. And yeah, it's it was strong. It's it's interesting. It's interesting. But so we get the all and then so she doesn't participate. Meredith doesn't participate. Um, you know, they do this trust exercise earlier. They have that weird food sat in the lobby. It's so weird. Trixie comes out with her drag race crown. Oh, that I was, was like, weird. oh god. I know that was really big. None of them kind of got that it was big. They were just like, "Oh, is that something they bought at the fancy dress shop or something?" They were like, "Okay, yeah." Um, and then Monica won. Fine, her or or um, Whitney deserved to win. And then um, Trixie could. I hope she was ruder to them because it was so ridiculous. Like they just didn't bother doing anything. Then they get ready and they're going out for the night, and that's when Mary goes in the sprint the entire way. It's like I'm not going. I'm not going to go in. Anyway, they get in the bar and then it. Then Whitney's like, all right, I need to stir this up. Heather's just drinking water. Heather was so silent in this episode because the, she probably had the hangover and the fear that you get after drinking from hell. From hell. Oh, yeah. She was sipping water and you could tell she wasn't really moving that much because oh. I think she still had the spins a little bit. I and I was like, okay. she is a trooper for doing it. Freaking Mary didn't even get out, and I know I felt like hungover. hungover looking at her. Yeah, um, and she was just drinking water, and um, <laughs> and so then you see Whitney. I love how um, Lisa goes to the bar and gets Diet Coke, and then Angie goes and gets a do- no. I'll just have Dr Pepper. It's <laughs> like such Utah. Apparently, that is a big Mormon thing, a Utah thing. Always soda, soda, soda. But anyway. Um, even though they're not supposed to have caffeine, but whatever. So they, then we get Meredith and Whitney having this face-off about just this child gets brought up again and Meredith goes bonkers and then they go into the bar and she just goes, listen, Meredith, this is what you do. You just, you say 
I'm I'm so affected by something, but I can't tell you what it is. So don't talk to me and leave me all alone, which is true, which she does all the time. And it's really annoying. And um, you got to stop. And she's like, I'm not talking to you. Then she then I think I believe Angie came over and she just turns her back. To her. It was really pathetic. Well, she, she she's making um, Whitney is like, it's always something. It's your cousin's grandpa's yeah. little daughter whatever don't you dare don't you go there you are a monster you're a monster and i was like who is this little girl like i missed this story or something does she ever say what she's talking about she never said anything whitney must have just heard it from someone and so then they're at the bar and they're all trying to talk to meredith and she keeps her back turned to them like a child which is really annoying then lisa's getting into it with monica they talk about Jen. Um, it says you just flaunt your wealth. Because I know about the middle class. The middle class don't have $60,000 rings, Lisa. Yes, they do. They <laughs> do. <laughs> Baby gorgeous. She's so great. She even, she clocked that $5,000 Louis Vuitton bag oh, that, that uh, Monica probably opened up a new credit card to go get. Yep, yep, she did indeed. And then how does it end? They get back in the Sprinter van. They're all just kind of like, let's get out of here. And then, yeah, they just yeah. like get in the van. Yeah. I don't That's all I have for my notes anyway. That's all they did, yeah. I mean, it doesn't top last week, but it's good. I've, I feel like they've been in Palm Springs for a really, really long time. Many relationships have dissolved, which is great. That's what you like to see on a, on a girl's trip. Um, it's, they're just, they're, it really has been great work. I love this cast. I really like this cast. Like I say, Mary, could take it or leave it. And she's, she's complaining that she feels left out. No one's talking to her. And she's like, shut up. But um, it's, it's great. I'm loving the work Salt Lake doing. Ma- Monica is, you know, she has made it pretty clear she's hurting for money. And yeah. I think that she is working her ass off for that uh-huh. snowflake next season. Good for her. She knows what she's yeah. doing. What is your feeling on Angie? Are you appreciating Angie's work? Angie, uh, I think it's, she's an important part of this trip's magic, I yeah. think. For the viewers, anyway. Um, and I think she's someone who I, I appreciate what her as an antagonist on the show, but she bothers me as, she? A pers- okay. as a person. I think she needs to slow her role a little bit. Like yeah. she's going, you've got to be careful in your first season as a, as a, you know, as a housewife. You cannot go too hard. So she's got to backtrack a little bit, I think, on Meredith. She has to play this smartly. But um, apparently we're going to find out that the rumors are that she's tied to the Greek mafia. So that's, and she's washing money. So apparently that's coming up, which is going to be good. I did think the comment she made was, and we've heard horrendous comments by housewives, but it was a really odd comment when she's like, it was either I make this t-shirt. Was it make the t-shirt? I'm sorry, guys, I didn't write it down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or put a hit out on all of her family. It's like, okay. That was such overkill. And you know, know that's getting brought up at the reunion. You know it's going to get. Because nothing can happen to Brooks Marks. You know with Brooks Marks. Him and those lips. You know, nothing can happen to Brooks Marks. Yeah, and Chloe. Chloe. What is it? Chloe, Brooks. And then there's another one that we never see. But 
um yeah anyway great work salt lake great work sprinter van sprinter van work is outstanding um oc 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 now kate you have watched this but you said you didn't make a ton of notes yeah, I was multitasking when I watched it. So Not yeah, I don't, I don't really have notes, but I... Well, I'll I'm... guide us through on the notes and then um, we can chat about it. So it's episode 16. This is the final episode, guys. We've reached the end of OC. And overall, I'm very happy with this season. OC has come out of the flames, the ashes that the past couple of seasons have been. And they've done a really great job. Am I beyond irritated with Gina Kirschenheiner, I, I, I can't even pronounce the last name. I don't know what it is. Um, I can't stand her. Like it is visceral at this point. I hate her. Oh. Then the other side of me is also like she. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST has done so much and was in such a horrendous situation. She was so hurt by that monster of an ex-husband with cheating, three young kids. Then he, there was the domestic abuse and she's formed a good relationship. She did everything right. And I'm like, good for you. It's so weird. I don't know what it is about her. You know, And then I saw her reunion look and she just, she's always off. There's like the mark and she's just off it. Right. And she's, they her reunion look they released this week is she's wearing a dress and it's so short it's like uncomfortably ill-fitted short mm. it's like literally just under her knickers it's ridiculous she looks ridiculous in it it's like highlighter and it's so it's made for it's, it's made for someone that's like three inches shorter than her and this is coming from a tall girl because i know she's tall as well it just looks so stupid on her. So that made me go into a rage again. So I have a very hard time with Gina, but I think we all have a hard time with Dr. Tim, who opened this episode. Dr. Tim is the monster that you referenced last, or the week before last, Kate, that humiliated Shannon Storm's Bador that time she gained all the weight and had to lift her shirt up. Right, right. I... Oh my gosh. I don't know if I even put that together that that was him. That was him. Yeah, that was him. He's just, he's a chiropractor um, that she goes to. Uh, None of these people are working for her. Dr. Moon isn't working. A chiropractor isn't working. She's figured something out. But he was the one that was like, whoa, when she took her top off. Anyway, she's back to see him and he's like, hey girl, he's horrible. I don't understand him. He's like, hi beauty or something like that. And then she, um, uh, Emily. Emily walks in 
And he's never met her, right? Because Shannon Schuster says, oh, this is my friend Emmy. He goes, oh, hi, Em. It's yeah. So familiar right away. <laughs> Weird. I don't like him. And Shannon has this monstrous, like, bruise all down her arm because she was terrified of getting off that boat and, like, injured herself. So they're all getting worked out and stuff like that and stretched and, and cracked and that. And then they sit down to chat and I can't help but just be so annoyed that Shannon's feet were up and in the bottom of her shoes was a big Chanel logo because they're Chanel trainers. It's like, I thought you were worried about putting your kids through college. I mean, you have three children to put through university and you're buying <laughs> Chanel trainers. You anyway. have to sell all those white jeans. All those white, so many white Gosh jeans. Mark. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Join Carol Radzeville. Um, so she's talking with Emily just about this Heather, 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 Heather again. And she called us losers, didn't she? And I don't know how to trust her and you shouldn't trust her. And then we go to this fancy dress shop with Gina, um, Tamara and Jen come in. And that Jen's been dragged around. I mean, she really is. I feel like feel for her. Um, so Jean is in there, and she's supposedly having a party, which I'll get onto later. But yeah. anyway, she's apparently having this party that's like circus themed. She's like, because all my friends are clowns. Her accent. I want to stick needles into. I, I can't. As a, as a counter opinion, I to the listeners, I love yeah. Gina. <laughs> so what I love- do you love about? Tell me what you love about her. I think she's a really good go-between character on the show. Like, oh. I think that she is really good at getting the gossip from everyone and, like, flipping sides pretty seamlessly. Right. And um, there's something down-to-earth and charming about her that I connect uh, with. Whoa, 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 whoa. I was with you on all of that, but not the C word. There is nothing <laughs> charming about her i will say fine to all of that apart from the charming okay but how can you stand to just look at her and hear her talk like i'm sorry i'm really getting nasty now i'm in a nasty mood i'm sorry guys getting nasty but she's too much but anyway they're, they're walking around and they're kind of like can you fix heather and the thing about this whole argument kate is that gina is supposedly hideously and terribly upset because she's such great friends with heather and the rumor is that Heather said, I don't want to hang out with those losers. And Heather said, I did say that. And it was about Noella and Jen from the previous season. And Gina just takes it on with like, no, actually, I, I can't believe you said that about me. I she says, I didn't say it about you. Well, well, you did. And, you know, I'm so upset and I'm so hurt about our relationship. And it's like, if she's your mate, you just go, okay, Tamara said the rumor. Give me a break. I, okay, I'm glad you're breaking this down because watching this, honestly, I was like, not fully following the thread. No. Because <laughs> they all flip flop so much with who they're mad at and who they're talking to and who they're trying to rebuild the friendship with. I'm like, what is this even about? What is this loser thing? It's a lot about the podcast, right? Tamara's podcast too. No, uh, it does become that because it becomes that. Yeah, because the, the whole thing is they were at BravoCon and Heather apparently said to Tamara, I don't want to be around these losers. Then Tamara said, I said it as well. 
but as a joke, I was mocking her. And then later they pull out the podcast where she says it, um, where that Teddy anorexia um, encourager Mellencamp says, oh, you told, remember you shouted at everyone, I don't want to be with those losers. And Heather's saying, see, it was Tamara that said it. And then Tamara said, no, 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 I said that. It It was an inside joke. I was mocking someone, meaning that she was mocking. Very convoluted, but... I'm sure both of them said it. Big deal, like whatever. But Gina is taking it as though it's the worst sin, and she absolutely 100% believes Tamara when she's supposed to be such a fantastic friend of Heather. And Heather said, I didn't say it. End of story. Anyway, they go through this a million times at this fancy dress shop. Then they go to Heather's rental. So she's obviously sold 55 million. Um, that 55 million. I just, wow. Just can't. Imagine opening your bank account. Imagine opening your bank. Just imagine it for a second. Everyone, guys, you can manifest it. You click on that app on your phone and it's 55-000-000-000-000. Unclear. But I will say Powerball is 900 million. If anyone's interested, it's 900 million. So if I'm not here next week, peace out, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my so God. She's in this rental now. They sold the house. They went to a hotel. Now they've got this rental house. And Terry comes in with another jacket. It's jackets. It's jackets. Him Never. and Ryan. Uh, yeah, him and Ryan, exactly. Um, Heather then downloads on Terry about, you know, all of this stuff with everyone was like, dog fucking me it was such a weird term yeah that's her new thing this last half of the season is like i just can't say anything they just all hate me and they're jealous of my wealth or they think i'm flaunting i don't know she's like fed up with all the women and she's the victim of the season i guess in her mind i don't know she is so she's telling terry and terry's like and she's like i don't know what to do gets a text that she reads from gina hi period do you want to go meet up so we can talk and solve this and she's like okay well i do love that they were um that they did that montage showing everyone ganging up on heather on the holiday and then in the middle was fisker um emily's beloved pomeranian that has since passed on um humping in the yeah. middle as well it was so good that was a fun edit yeah um da, 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 da. why is Gina so convinced Heather said these are I'm just reading through my notes. Um then we see Ro- Ryan and Jen and Jen's making a spaghetti casserole. Hmm. Can't say I've ever heard of that in my life. Is it a Midwest thing? It's very Midwest to me. It sounds I've never had it, but I've heard of it. Interesting. So probably okay. Midwestern, yeah. And I just wrote that, you know, Kate, Ryan enters these scenes in his hideous outfits and he's just so on for camera, isn't mm-hmm. he? He really is. And he seems performative in the relationship in general. Yeah. And it makes it just makes me sad Very having her because she's not fully she's not sitting there like um Heatherwood with Terry being like, oh, isn't this ridiculous what these girls said? And they both laugh. Ha ha ha. It's like, they said this. That's not true. 
right? <laughs> okay, my heart, honestly, it re- I feel very uncomfortable watching these scenes. It makes me cry. She's mm. she knows. She knows deep down it's all real and she's trying not to, but her emotions come out. She sits with him and she goes, listen, I just need you to tell me because Tamara was insinuating there's a lot more. I mean, and Tamara said, I mean, essentially Tamara was saying he's been having sex with women for over a year and Ryan sits and she just goes, please just tell me. Like she knows. And he goes, no, I mean, I, I had a one night stand with her when we had broken up. And even then she doesn't say, we didn't break up. We were on a break and it was like two days after we'd, you know, two days after they'd literally gone on a break and his response, you know, she doesn't say that though. She holds it all in and just goes, yeah, I'm just worried. I'd need you to tell me. And she goes, nothing. He says, it's nothing. You're my future. I mean, who wouldn't want to be with you? All of these things he says, it's just like out of a book of run Jen. And, um, he says, I was just doing what men do. Mm-mm. I boys st- be boys. I'm heartbroken for her. Then she says, you know, she, he's like, I want to marry you. This is our future. Um, and she just goes, but why would you want to? Or why, you know, I'm scared one day I'll wake up and doesn't want to do all this. And uh, it's really hard to watch them. It's, a shame, it's a shame that Vicky's delivery was so god awful because she, I think, had a good intention, a kernel of good intention. It yes. was like, listen, I've been you and it, you are trying to convince yourself right now, but you need to just walk away. Oh, it's so hard. And then she reveals to us that she went to go and see a divorce attorney because she has not filed, I don't think, for divorce from this husband. And he says, you just need to come in with a retainer of $5,000. And she says she doesn't have $5,000. Now, that was interesting because obviously we we know not all these women are Heather money. Like we know that. But right. um, she has the yoga studio and she says in the interview, she goes, well, we don't pay ourselves. And that's very common in a business. The money is just, you know, first few years of business. But she says we don't pay ourselves. So she doesn't have a salary. And she says, I don't have access to she says I don't have access to five thousand dollars, which means it's five, not five thousand dollars just hanging around in her bank account. And um she said, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure because she has a ton of kids, tons of animals. So she probably has huge monthly outgoings. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'll give it to you in a heartbeat. And unclear what he does. Unclear. I'll give it to you in a heartbeat. And she's like, no, no, I want to do it on my own. Then she says this line. Let this be a warning to every woman out there. Um, when I was married, quote, it didn't even occur to me to know about our finances. How do women let men have control of money like that? I don't know. I I just... It's beyond me. I don't know whether that's my lack of trust, but I could never just be that ignorant. With money, you have children, you have bills every month. God knows what he's doing. Time and time again, you hear about these men are spending all money on their mistresses and got other. God knows. Yeah. And I mean, even if you're not worried about it, like even if I wasn't worried about it, I would just be anxious about it. I think like I would just want to know where are we at? What's, you know, constantly. I would need how secure can I feel here? Like what's going Uh, on? 
without a doubt and I am very like I know that is one thing like I have a hard time I'm controlling about stuff like that I need to know absolutely everything if I was going to trust all my money with somebody else you don't even know what's in your bank account what you just have a card and you just keep I guess some women do I I've worked with women like that I was a personal assistant to somebody that was very wealthy and she says I was just given a card with unlimited funds so just spend it every month I mean that's it so you don't it was a black American express card that is a limit of usually about quarter of a million so you just and he just paid the bills so you know it's I guess it exists. It's just for me, I, I would never feel secure. Anyway, she said it's never occurred to her. Yeah. That was so that's a hard scene with those two, Kate. Then we go and see Gina and Heather. And I want you to take us through this meeting. But the only thing I'm gonna say is when Gina walks in and she asks for a cup of coffee. It's not that I don't like the accent. Please love New Yorkers, love New Yorkers, but it's that she plays it up. And then she says this when it gets brought over to her. Thank y'all. I don't know where she is drawing out this. She's got like this vocal fry going on. Thank you. I can't see it hits. It hits your ears and it annoys the shit out of you. It hits my ears and I kind of giggle. Oh, (laughs) anyway, take us through these two. Um, Yeah, I'll take some coffee and some champagne from my friend. Yeah, thank you. Uh, And so then Heather walks in in her. It was Chanel, right? two-piece Chanel brand screaming from her outfit and just ice cold sits down lips pursed and she's like well you invited me here so what what do you want to say yeah like well I thought we were really friends and I was hurt by hearing that you called me a loser (laughs) and she tells her, like, I didn't say that. And if we were friends, why would you think I said that? Like, mm, exactly. And just within minutes, completely turns her opinion on it and shines yeah. the light back on Tamara as the culprit. Oh, I mean, she played that audio, which was, you know, convincing of the podcast where right. Shannon says that, um, not Shannon, Tamara. Yeah. And then I think it kind of ends just with them being like, please just trust me. And I do care about you. And I, you know, as, as we see later, Heather is, as Tamara says, rallying the troops. But with Gina, does she care about Gina? Eh, I think she thinks she's a good person to have in my pocket because it makes me look good. That's yeah. that's the category of Fred and Gina is to her. Agreed. Um, and Gina's desperate to be adjacent to that type of money and wealth. So she's like, okay. Um, then we go to Tamara's house and Shannon... Um, Shannon comes over um, with Jen to try Shannon's new product, the Citalonic, that she's done with Dr. Moon, who seemed about as enthusiastic about it as that wall over there. Um, And, of course, they talk about Heather. So they're like, wish she was so bizarre on that van ride home. And then we see the footage, and she was really odd. Like, she'd had fights with them all and then was holding up photos, being like, oh, look at Matt and then about the feet thing which i don't think was that weird she was just saying you've cute feet i don't know they're just trying to make a lot out of everything right and then we see which one does it jen jen we see jen with the door open to the toilet door open i mean giving herself a colonic she says she hasn't even pooped in 
days and days and days. And and um, Tamara says she goes seven times a day. That's seven times a day cannot yeah. be good, right? Do you know what? I had a friend. <laughs> I always have some type of story about this. I have a friend uh, back in England and her mum. I remember we somehow we ended up getting into this conversation and her mum goes six to seven times a day. And I said, what? And she even went to the doctor's. And she said, I'm really, really worried. That's how often I go. And he says that is extremely healthy. Um, he said, um, you know, in England, we have a large Indian and Pakistani um, population. And, you know, the, the um, their um, uh, traditional food is full of a ton of spices. And um, he said it's very common because he was, the doctor was Pakistani. And he said, um, you know, people in my culture, it's very common that that's the usual number because of the diet and it's really good for your gut. So apparently it's really healthy. And and Tamara does look like the healthiest out of all of them. So yeah, I'm, I'm sure she's eating a ton of healthy fiber and yep. she's Seven working times. out that and would, moving. And... That would really get eat into your day. I mean, trying to find a bathroom and you know me with my bathrooms. We're not going to public bathrooms to do that. You know, it's got to be at home base. So that is a lot of work. A lot and then of you're work. on your phone and on TikTok. I mean, it's going to suck up your day. Yeah. So that was a lot. I just can't imagine doing that on camera. Like the housewives are always doing, I know, like getting a bikini wax or their butts bleached or whatever on camera. I'm like, this is so embarrassing. Um, what else comes out of that scene besides um i did this whole soup thing i don't understand so so uh i guess it was jen yeah jen so after they had the big bust up you know the tres amigas went out in mexico and then jen said heather called me and uh, taylor up said can i come over and we saw that scene and then she said she was sat there and she goes i'm gonna go and have some soup in my room and they go okay and then she just never turned up again well, why didn't you call her or go and knock on her? I didn't get any of that, but they're really upset about the soup. That was kind of the end of that. And then we get to Gina's party and I just put in massive block capital letters. Gina did not pay for this party. A, she walks in and goes, oh, this looks so good because she's never seen it before because she didn't do any of it. Plus it cost about $60,000. Once again, $60,000 to do that party. That cost a fortune, that party. I was shocked when they showed it because I was expecting some event room with some tables with centerpieces. I thought it was going to be in her house. This was like a full-on marquee, a thousand people. Fire stilts. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. You paid for this, Gina. The food, the drink. I was like, whatever. Um, So she comes with... I thought she looked good. She did, yeah. Uh, She... She comes in with um, the mall food court, uh, Travis, and he's in his Cowardly Lion uh, costume. And um, then we see then we see everyone arriving, right? We see Ryan with no shirt on. Okay. I just... Oh, su- he is such a disaster. He you is- always notice so much about him. And I'm sitting here thinking like, why do I not even really remember what he looked like at that party? I think it's because when he comes on screen, I look away because he's so cringy to me. So I just awful. don't, I can't even like fully look at him. Oh, he's so awful. 
Matt's uh, Gina's ex is there with his girlfriend that looks exactly like Kelly Dodd. Um, so that was nice. And then she speaks about how well their how good their relationship is now, which is really nice for the children. Um, and then um Terry and Heather come in, and even if you hate Heather, she looked unbelievable. She I mean, and she probably had the most comfortable costume of everyone. Holy shit, she looked amazing. Oh, she's keeping it tight. Oh my god. Oof. She and she had like seven inch block heels on. I was like, whoa, dude. Whoa. We got, we got another whale trainer joke, which I appreciated. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, and also one of the best lines is Terry talking to Ryan. God, you work out, man. Yeah, yeah. Terry to Ryan. What's your body fat percentage? <laughs> Orange County, baby. <laughs> that's, what else that's happened what to the, uh, the party? Oh my gosh. Um, we... we got Emily talking to Heather. They, they're the first one to kind of sort everything out, right? Yeah, we... Gosh, I don't know. You're going to have to go. Okay, I'll go. Yeah, so I just remember Emily... a lot of bathroom stuff. There was like... a lot. Yes. Yeah, so Emily's talking to Heather and saying, can we talk? And they kind of, she goes, I love you. And Heather's like, well, you don't really act like it. Blah, blah, blah. They sort it out. And that I've just put down that little angry Tammy Sue Barney judge is watching every single person go to Heather and have their talk and sort everything out. And she's getting so angry and she's wearing the killer clown costume so she looks bananas as well and she's just like look at her look what she's doing look at her look at her. i'm getting so angry i'm getting so angry and she just was hating on heather so much and i'm trying to even remember why she hates her so much i'm trying to just really go back to why she hates her but she does um and that tammy sue sat there watching everything having a drink and just staring her down and so she's you know then we get taylor coming in as cotton candy thank you so much for the callback flash but well done taylor well done obviously due to her real Housewives beverly hills iconic dinner scene where she ate the candy floss yeah sorry in england we call it candy floss cotton candy um and she you know she's wasted beyond belief and she's saying to everyone you know what I have real wealthy friends. They're they're so much wealthier than that bitch. It's brilliant. It's great. She's just going on and on, and her facial expressions are. Pos- she looks like she's possessed. And that was just on the Bravo app, right? I or no, some of it was. Yeah, some of it okay. was. Yeah, that what that part was. Yeah, as well. Um, and I should also add, while we're at it, the scene that was completely not featured was Tammy Sue earlier in the episode got a call from this odd magazine that wanted to feature her as like woman of the year. And so it was Orange County magazine or something like that, a magazine in Orange County. And then she, so she goes to the photo shoot and we get a very kind of vulnerable confession from her. She says, you know, I what my dad had a mechanics growing up and I always wanted my own business. She goes, but I didn't go to college. I was pregnant and raising a child. I was raising a child at 18. She said, and when, you know, we finally had cut fitness and it fight and it started. Um, I really thought that that was going to be it. I really thought that was me bringing in the money. 
and that was going to make me a millionaire and it and it didn't and that was really hard but now this vena stuff that she is doing she says is a multi-million dollar business that came out of nowhere I was like sorry what she like never mentions it on the show which is so weird for housewives that try to plug everything but she's never once like really plugged it on the show which is so strange I mean she's still walking around with cut business yeah it's CBD she's never once it's really strange I think um even though she's and she still walks around with like cut fitness hats on it's weird but um she says it's a multi-million dollar business she says I never thought it would be and it's an amazing success it's like wow Maybe she talks about it on her podcast a lot or something. I wouldn't know. I, I haven't. Yeah, not listen. <laughs> I don't. To that. I don't listen. But mm. uh, yeah, so well, I just wanted to her, add that. Yeah, and she. It was really nice. It was a very vulnerable thing of like where she's coming. She was eighteen with a child on her own. Can't imagine how hard that is. Yeah. Anyway. So they're doing all of that. And then we get, um, yeah, the toilet. We get Heather, Taylor, Shannon and Jen in the toilet, and you just hear Taylor go, Mama needs you to pull it up. (laughs) I really hope, I really hope Taylor comes back, Kate. I want her as a full-time housewife. Yeah, I really do. She brings that chaotic, fun energy that really perks me up when I watch Housewives. I know. So I just wrote here, Tammy Sue Barney Judge is a nasty little thing. That's what I wrote in here because she obviously gets her eyes set on um, Heather. She calls her a bitch. She says, calls her a liar. I mean, she just goes in on her. She really does. She's like, you said that I said that Emily wasn't really a lawyer. I never said that flash to her saying that. Um, I mean, she's just. Is it just, what is it though with her and her? At this point, it's so convoluted to me. Is it just she doesn't want Heather to be the queen bee of the OC? Like I would say so. He doesn't like that Heather is turning all these women against her. And are they just trying to like push each other off the show or push each other out of public favor? Like, what is this? And it was her first season back. You know, so she had to she had to make something really happen with that. I think it's a combination yeah. of all of that. Yeah. Um, and then we get the glorious OC roundup music. I love that at the end of the OC. It's been like there since the beginning when we when we first met the gals, and it gives us a roundup of where everybody is now. And um Gina and um Food Court Food Court Travis are licensed real estate agents and they got a dog. We see that Jen won a bet and so got the money, was gambling and won a bet. So she got the money to get the lawyer, um, but she is still not moved in with Ryan. Um, It didn't, it should have updated it about what happened with Shannon, but it didn't. Um, It just said that Shannon broke up with John Jensen, Jensen, JJ, um, after the show and that... Heather, I can't even remember Heather's. Heather is a million bajillionaire. Still yeah, rich. still rich. HD Network, Fireside HD Network. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was kind of the end of it. What do you think, Kate? And then we saw a preview for the, for the next week. 
I I didn't even know I was about to watch the finale. So when that oh. started popping up, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this feels like a natural ending. I don't see how they could really pull more out of this fight that they're having. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a solid season. Like you said, it was definitely an improvement from the past few seasons, oh, yeah. which have been a total snooze fest. And um, I'm happy to see where it can. I'm I'm hoping that it continues to ramp up and that yeah. they can have some really big things happen in their lives that can yeah. be better fodder for these arguments. Because sometimes yeah. this season, I was kind of like, really, like you're this you're fighting because she used her cook her cookies to look like your boobs. Like this is yeah, this is nothing. Yeah. Um. So I'm excited to see where it goes. And okay. I'm also like, okay, that was enough of that. And I'm excited to just focus on Salt Lake City now. <laughs> got it. And we've got Potomac is starting, by the way. Ooh. Potomac is starting. And I'm so shocked that Robin was not fired. I can't believe Sleepy Robin is back. After what she did to Andy and Bravo. Yeah. Ooh. Dude, you're lucky to be back. Andy does not forget that quickly. Um, but yeah, I think I agree, Kate. And you know what? For next season, I'd love Vicky back. I'd love this cast with Vicky. And I want all of them, including Taylor, to have a snowflake. Yeah. Not a snowflake. Where are we? Orange. Orange. Oh. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I think that would be fun. Okay, guys, we are going to actually go now and we're going to record again because it is Friday. And that means that we <coughs> oh, excuse me, um, that we have an extra special episode out today only for our subscriber and Patreon members. And guys, I know we talk about it all the time, but I have to give you the spiel just because seeing you sign up and everything is so huge and it means a lot for our podcast. It's only $5 a month. Right now you can go to the feed um, of your of the podcast, wherever you're listening to this, you'll see our episode with a little lock on it only available to subscribers. Just click on it, enter your details, five bucks a month. That's all it is. And you'll get extra episodes from us every other week. And it's different to what we usually do here. What we do is we deep dive the weird, wild, wacky, wonderful documentaries that we find. True crime, haunting, UFOs, pop culture. And when I say we have a serious doozy today, guys, we are discussing a documentary that's based on the Amityville horror the true Amityville horror. It's a documentary you can find on YouTube. Kate and I watched it. I did watch it at night. I will go into what happened to me. Something actually happened to me while I watched this documentary that I videotaped and sent to Kate. I am not bullshitting you here. This is not a um, a tease or whatever they call it. I don't know, but it's, it's not. Something happened to me while I was watching this documentary, which I got my phone out and video recorded, sent to Kate, it is a terrifying account of one of the most haunted houses in America. A brutal murder occurred. A family moved in a month later and only lasted 28 days due to the hauntings. We see a lot in this documentary. Kate and I are going to go into it. It's insane. Please sign up so you can listen to us talk about it. Plus all the back catalogue of all the other um, docus that we've discussed. And go and follow us on Instagram at Tender Love and Care Podcast. Email us at Tender Love and Care Pod at gmail.com. Kate? Kate, Kate? Uh, <laughs> hello. Yes, yes, Anything please else? sign up. Uh, we are 
pumping out some really interesting content on the Patreon page slash subscriber feed. Um, another thing you can do for free that's also really helpful is to talk about the show to people, share, spread the word, send it in a text, something like that. Um, put it on your story, tag us in your story or whatever, like just spread the word. That is so helpful and mm-hmm. we really appreciate it. And also whatever app you're on, if you want to give us five stars, do like a housewife quote in the review, mm-hmm. something like that. We'd love you for it. So thank you very much for all that you do for being here with us. And we will talk to you soon. We will indeed. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.